it's recording now so hey everybody let's check it out we're doing a phoenix down intermission unfortunately uh matt um oh it's not really unfortunately he's looking for a job so he has an interview another interview this week so we are going to delay the Catherine finale one more week we will be back next week to finish up Catherine. Um, and I believe we have already chosen the next game, which I will I will announce what the next game is at the end of the show. So there's a little tease for you. <laughs> you have to listen to it now. You have to listen to us now, or you can just hit fast forward. But don't do that just yet, because <laughs> we are doing another intermission, uh, and I have with me a uh, a co-host. He, he's been a, a, a relative. How many games have you done for Phoenix Down, Justin? Oh, like two or three. Three, three games, I think. Yeah. I so think yeah, so. he's he, he's he's earned his stripes. We're 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 gonna do a intermission with Justin Testa here. Yeah, you are. And um, so yeah, um, I've been talking to Justin for probably about twenty minutes now, and uh, yeah, I had the, the big revelation that I have to get glasses again, so that'd be fun. And um, yeah, but and to be honest, you picked out some. Some cool-looking glasses. I think those are kind of like them. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure they don't stray too far. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I'm going to have to get some glasses, but whatever. That's not video game show. Who cares about that? But You're getting old, Drew. This is true. This is, you you cannot delay it. It's going going to happen. Yep. But, uh, yeah. um, Have you been playing anything lately? I have. What have you been playing? Um, I've played a little bit of Mario Kart. Um, I'm on the 100cc tracks, and they piss me off a lot. I finished the, the 50cc tracks, all of those. Um, the last one, I swear to God. So I'm, I'm kind of the guy who comes gets perfection. I want to get first place in every race. I, I will. I'm with you on that, man. And so I, I won the series. I won the, the championship. But I lost. I got third place in a race. It was fucking Rainbow Road, the last mm. race. And I was like, all right, I want to do that again. So I had to go through the whole fucking series again, four races, four different tracks. And then I swear to God, I lost again. I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? I got to do this again. I finally did it, and I was so fucking happy. And I don't think you get anything for getting all the stars in every race. So. But it's, no. it's 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 an accomplishment for me, and I moved on to the 100 CCs. Yeah, it, it's a good accomplishment. I'm I'm like you for a certain amount of time. If I fail it over and over, I'm done. I don't care. Yeah, I have to quit because I'll get frustrated and break shit. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of like that with Guacamelee right now. There's some platforming in that game that takes a lot of finesse, and apparently I lack finesse. <laughs> so, um, but that's actually a really cool game too. I'm reviewing. That's... Now that's free for gold, right? Yeah, games with gold. Uh, I don't think it's the new one that came out. The one that came, the one I'm reviewing is Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition, um, and it came out today on the PlayStation Network for PS4. It, oh, I, okay. I'm sure it came out on Xbox One as well today. I may be wrong. Um, but apparently it added new bosses and I think some new abilities and stuff like that. They said, from from what I understand, they added about two or three extra hours of content. So oh, okay. I've well, never I've never played the original, so. But it's actually kind of cool. It's kind of like a Metroidvania kind of game. Yeah, I saw it being played, and it's intriguing, but I'm never going to buy it. I mean, I'll probably download it for free, obviously. But yeah. It's not one I need to spend money on. So. But yeah, I'm doing that, and... So it's, I mean, 
I, I you know, truth be told, I really don't know what to talk about. But um, I say we just wing it. Like I mean, I mean, we, I mean, people who who listen to this show obviously listen to the N4G, so we can't really talk about Killzone. I mean, if Led talk about Killzone, because yeah, <laughs> I found out. I'm, I mean, you deleted it when we were supposed to be playing on Monday. Yeah. And I don't know how much of the conversation you heard, but you know, we just you told us how to unlock weapons because we were like, well, how do we unlock weapons? And you sent us the video, but you, you know, told us. And I am one challenge away from completing the first tiers of Marksman. Okay. And it is to shoot down one of those medic drones. <laughs> you still haven't done that, have you? No. Me and Ken, uh, we played a little bit trying to get his first tier finished. We played for maybe a half hour. And he completed his, but not one fucking medical drone was deployed. So I'm stuck with that for another who knows how long. Jeez. So it, it really kind of sucks because that was the – I don't know how long I've actually had that just one. It has to have been a good amount of time because, I mean, all the other uh, challenges for the marksman are pretty simple. Yeah. So this one is probably going to elude me for a while because I don't even remember them – actually deploying one of those drones when we had four players. Now, they could have, and I just missed it, but I don't know. From a distance, you know, as a marksman, there's two guns. Like I said on the show last week, uh, the main one I use, since I'm too twitchy, too twitchy to be a, a sh- uh, sharpshooter, um, is they, uh, his secondary gun is, a, 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 I guess you could call it a sniper rifle with explosive bullets. So I use that, and it usually defeats the drones pretty quickly and right. not and not one i guess was a medical drone so hmm. so i don't even know with four players so we're gonna have to try that again because i really need to get a new gun and oddly enough the first two guns i think for a sharpshooter is machine guns oh there you go <laughs> so whatever but... so you're no longer a sharpshooter <laughs> right you're just a an assault class then i guess yeah. unless it unless it's you know you can zoom in it has a better scope maybe i don't know i won't know until i uh, yeah. unlock the second tier and do whatever it's i hate that they need to get that fixed <laughs> they really need to tell you how to unlock these things instead of having to go search the internet for it i mean usually when there's challenges in games they tell you you know what they do you know, yeah. usually like in Call of Duty and, uh, and Battlefield and the rest of these first person shooters that have challenges, they you complete one and it tells you what it does, what it unlocks. Or, you know, if you go to a challenge that you haven't beaten, it tells you what it unlocks. You know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, it's just I don't know, a pain in the ass. So sorry. Yeah, it's weird how it how they do that. It's all in the menus and the menus are not user friendly at all. No, it's it's not. But, you know. For what it is, it's it's still fun. It's yeah, still hard true. as hell, and I hope they add new maps because four kind of yeah. it's not enough. it's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, they are they're at least varied. They feel very different, but it's it's not enough for 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 you know extended periods of time. Right. And um, but I think I think they are going to support that mode because I mean they they they've already said that they're going to release it as a standalone title. Um, that you can download for $20. And that's a fair price, I think, for yeah. it. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to justify that with just four maps, but eh, 
I think it's a good price. And that then you don't have to have, you know, the the single player campaign or whatever, you know, for the the, the, the normal kill zone disc. You won't have to have that. Yeah. So that's good. So I don't know. Now does it just include that co op? Yeah. The, the standalone? It doesn't include any other multiplayer elements? I, I think it's just that co op, it's just intercept mode. Okay. Alright. I mean it's a fair price. Maybe they were they, didn't they release the multiplayer as a standalone too? Did they? I don't know. I, I don't know. They did. I could be wrong. I don't know. But, but yeah, that, that that's um. They've always got Killzone's always got the multiplayer right. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, some of their single player stuff is kind of lacking. I like I loved Killzone Three single player, but then Shadowfall was just a bore fest for me. And, See, t- and, and I don't think tedious is shit. And I I, th- I find that with all of them. I mean, to be fair, I haven't played three because the first two kind of spoiled me. Yeah. Or not spoil me, but kind of turn me off because it just it was uninspired. Yeah, and I just found it boring. And but you're right, the multiplayer. I mean, I played you know one, two, and then this one, and oh, for a little bit when it was free for PS Plus members for the weekend, I played yeah. with you. Yeah, that, I mean, I had a lot of fun, but I don't know. Uh, I just don't care about the single player. And to be honest, I'm kind of tired of first person shooters. Yeah, I think that's happening to a lot of people actually. So. I mean, you got to have some type of RPG element in there now. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I'm trying to imagine. I, I know. Um, did you did you ever get into Borderlands? I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit with Ken, and it's. I like the concept, but it just bored me. Why? I I I don't. I it's just I don't know. I couldn't really tell you. I mean, it uh, had everything that you know would. I would think would be fun, but it just kind of, I just didn't get into it. I just, mm, it was like that with, um, I know this is completely uh, a different kind of game, but I did it with Bulletstorm too. Hmm. It's just, it had all the elements that I wanted to play and I wanted to, you know, I was intrigued and I played it for a few minutes. Like, okay, well I'm done. It just, you experience everything pretty quick. I would, I think is what it is. And nothing really changes. I mean, you level up the bad guys level up and all that. I mean, the same thing's going to happen with Destiny too, because it's it's Borderlands. Yeah, I mean, in a more, I guess I would say epic scale as far as MMO goes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much Borderlands. I mean, that's what it is. But I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a Borderlands MMO. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think for me, border, I played Borderlands two from start to finish solo because nobody had it on PC, and I reviewed the PC version. Um. But I fell in love with that game. Uh, Destiny, I think, is 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 a game that you're going to have to play online. You know. Yeah, and that is why I'm kind of hesitant to even pick it up when it comes out in what September. September, yeah. Because, like I said on the show last week, I have school starting around that same time, and I'm not sure when I can be on playing it online. And right. I'm not going to play this by myself because that's yeah. just not fun. That's not what the game is intended for. Right. So, it may be one that's just going to have to. Take a back seat for a while. I mean, if you still get it, what I can do is I could always, you know, if you want to play, you just say, hey, you want to play tonight? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And if I want to continue, you know, if, if you want to go at a slower pace, I can just make a separate character, you know. So, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's a possibility, I suppose. That shouldn't be a problem. So, I mean, you know, I've, I, I actually paid it off today, you know, before I, oh, went, okay. before I went to the eye doctor. I went to a GameStop and... Said, you know what? How much I got left? He said, you got ten fifty. I was like, well, here's ten fifty. <laughs> so you're ready for September. I'll see you in September. 
<laughs> All right. So. Well, I mean, I mean, if that's okay, I mean, I might just do that because, I mean, I had a lot of fun in the alpha, and we'll see how much. Maybe something will change in the beta where I'll be like, yeah, I don't really want to play this anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll find know. that out later this month. So, I don't know. It's one I'm struggling with because the rest of them, minus Evolve, but Evolve is October. Uh, yeah, I think it's so, like the I think it's a week or two weeks after the big October seventh thing. Okay. So maybe right. October fourteenth or something oh. somewhere around there. I'm not too sure. That's another one I'm going to be struggling with. Anything that is multiplayer and that's the only way to play it, I it's kind of be kind of hard for me to decide with you know school and. Maybe work. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen there. But yeah. <laughs> if I'm out of a job, then I won't have money to buy games. So this wouldn't be an issue. So <laughs> if if it, um, I mean that that's the problem I think with nowadays is that there's it's hard to find just a single player game. Which is kind of sad because there's times where you just want to not play with anyone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's great. You know, everybody's connected now. You know, and that's. It's good, but it's bad. I don't want to be connected to everyone at every single moment in my life. I need my space. It's like a fucking relationship. It's great, and you, you just don't want to see that person every day or talk to him every day because you get bored with it real quick. Yeah. And that's the thing with this always connected stuff is you're going to get bored with it real quick. And I just prefer some solitude from time to time. Well, so, it, I don't think it's just that. I think it's that... Sometimes I'm not going to have, you know, I have some free time and I want to play you know, Destiny and I'm like, oh, fuck, I need some people to fucking help me, you know? And, right. And I don't play with randoms anymore. But, you know, the, the only time I ever play with randoms is whenever I'm playing a fighting game, you know? So it's, right. it, you know, especially a co-op game where you have to work together. There's no way in hell I would sit down and play Killzone Intercept with people I didn't know. Right, because that is um if, for those who haven't played it yet uh that's more of a strategic yeah, type you have to communicate yeah and i'm with i'm like you i don't communicate with people i don't know i just shut off the mic and just go do my own thing and yeah. that's no fun because you'll lose you'll lose pretty quick oh yeah so i don't know i i just i i want more single player games where i don't have to talk to people um you guys made me buy shovel knight and that's that's a good you know Distraction. That's a good game to just buy and just, you know, go play by yourself and just get away from all this interconnected shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all about it, but I just need, need to just breathe. I don't need to be, oh, this is multiplayer. We're going to play that. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't, I'm not always in a mood to talk to people. No well, offense you, to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you got two games coming out this, this big holiday rush um, that are single player. You got Alien Isolation, and you've got um, Dragon Age Inquisition. So. Yeah, I mean, you got other. I mean, all the other games. I mean, they have multiplayer elements, like uh, Halo. Well, that's not this year. When that comes out, you can play that obviously by yourself. Yeah. I don't mind those games where it doesn't force you to play um, multiplayer, because you know you have a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, Halo, I can. I have no problem playing that by myself. I've done it before. I beat the game by myself before, but it, it's not like Shadowfall, where it forces you to play with yeah. three other people. So I'm fine with that. And it's just, but let's throw some different stuff in the mix. Like Alien's going to be a pretty cool experience because there's only 
what, one other game that really has done this kind of premise that I can think of, and that was Outlast, where you don't fight, you just run. Uh, Amnesia. Both, uh, see, I know. I yeah. Amnesia. Both Amnesia games are like that. Okay. Um, and there, there was some games before Amnesia, I think they're called Penumbra, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, Penumbra or something like that. Um, I think they were made by the Amnesia guys. I may be wrong. But anyway, yeah, um, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a strange trend that I think is continuing. I mean, you know, they show off all these games, you know, like the Division and Rainbow Six and all these other games that are like, oh, you you know, look at this giant world and all these fucking people in here and they're all just playing together and and fighting against each other. You never know when you're gonna get attacked and shit like that. I was like, yeah, that, I mean, that's Grand Theft Auto Online. And yeah. if anybody played Grand Theft Auto Online, I played 15 minutes of Grand Theft Auto Online, and I will never touch it again. <laughs> because, I swear to God, I was in the tutorial mission, and somebody just walked up to me and shot me. In the tutorial mission? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I, was like, and I was like, well, I had nothing to do. I was doing nothing to to mess with what you were doing. I was just trying to learn what the fuck am I doing in this mode, and you just came up to me and shot me. And I was like, apparently th- there is a way to turn off the that crap, have people attacking you and stuff whenever you're doing missions. But I was like, that that's stupid. This is, I mean, this is basically somebody who doesn't have a life who just wants to sit there and piss people off. You know, yeah. this is their fucking playground, and I'm I don't want to do that. So. Yeah. Nah, I mean that that kind of stuff is just not for me, you know. And uh, the, another one is the the stuff where you make shit, like the the Minecraft games. Oh yeah. And you know everybody's like, oh, I love those games. And, and truth be told, Minecraft is God possibly the most successful video game ever created, you know. But I can't play that game, mm. you know. I don't care about making shit to make other shit, you know. And stuff like that, unless it's like an RPG. So if it's like, you know, Monster Hunter, you know, I go and kill a big monster and I use its body parts to make badass weapons. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Because it's it's progressively making me better as far as stats go. But as far as Minecraft, I harvest a bunch of wood so I can create a cabin. Why? Right. Uh, There's really no purpose. Well, I mean, at night you get attacked by monsters. But yeah, I'm just, I mean, but I don't know. It's just, and there's so many fucking clones of that nowadays. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They got that gritty version that looks like it's called the forest. It, it's basically a Minecraft clone, but it's like realistic graphics and it's like a horror game where at night fucking crazy ass zombie things come after you and you're on this Island after a plane crash. It's fucking weird. I've never heard of that. It's I mean, it's huge on Steam right now. Nah. But when you look at it, you're like, okay, he's picking up blocks and making barricades. This is fucking Minecraft. He's chopping <laughs> down trees to get logs to make a cabin. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm with you. I never got into that. I watched it being played, and I'm like, this is boring. How do people find this fun? There's a lot of people out there that do. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> given the uh, how much it made and how many it sold. Yeah. That and I the... just I know to each their own and all that, but I just don't see how you know that's not really fun to me. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Whatever. I, you know, I love me a good just fucking role playing game. You know, give me a turn based role playing game. I can sit there and play that. Yeah. They're hard to find nowadays. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy's still, I guess, alive and kicking. But I mean, other than that, I mean, you don't really, really, at least that I know of. You know, I don't pay attention to that genre for obvious reasons. But I don't know. I mean, <laughs> only one I know of is Final Fantasy. So. Uh, yeah, um, I guess the Tales series is still going pretty mm. strong, but I mean, it's, it's more of an action-y kind of game, I think. I've never played one, I've seen one played before, but, uh, you can kind of move around the battlefield and stuff, and it's, uh, you know, this a, a traditional turn-based role-playing game, it's kind of difficult to find nowadays, aside from, like, Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy's trying to move, mix it in, I mean, you know, you saw Lightning Returns, I mean, you can move around the battlefield and shit, and... Well... <sighs> Maybe that genre has kind of seen its heyday. You know, people anymore, it seems to me, are more, I would say, less impatient or less less patient is what I'm trying to say. You know, they don't want to sit there and plan out, you know, their next move. And, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It just it, they just their attention spans are a lot lower than, you know, what we grew up with, I suppose. Yeah, it's that's a, that's a theory. I'm not trying to knock on anyone, but. It seems like, I mean, they've moved on to to kind of action-based. I mean, one of the top JRPGs in the past few years is the Soul series, which is an action RPG. So, oh, the... Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Oh, fuck that game. You gotta give me credit. I tried it, and God, I hate it. What is the problem exactly? It's too hard? Is that it? Too too unforgiving? Absolutely, too unforgiving. Okay. Absolutely. And it's one of those games where, uh, you know, I couldn't believe when it first came out, there's no pause button. Because you really have to find time, for one, to play that. And that's kind of hard with, you know, being, uh, I guess you can call me an adult. An I adult. wouldn't call it. <laughs> but it, it's, and if you don't, I don't remember how the checkpoint systems work or anything, but if you don't. I don't know if you die and then you got to go way back. That just that's frustrating to me. That was shit we grew up with, and that was before I had a temper. And I, I really do believe that those kind of games, when I grew up, because when we were growing up in the NES days or whatever, games were that unforgiving as well. We never realized that at first because we were just along for the ride. We never really gave two thoughts. That's about how games were, you know. Right. But now that we understand you know how things work and everything it's just frustrating to go all this progress all this progress all this progress you die all that progress is gone Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just not fun to me um that's why i'm liking shovel knight because it's 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 more forgiving yeah you lose your shit when you die but you can go reclaim it right and your progress really isn't lost because the checkpoints are really well done but in the 80s, 90s, that is what made me get so pissed off about video games. And the Soul series, or whatever you want to call it, I forget which one I played, brought memories back of that. And yeah. I don't really it. I don't really like that type of stuff. I, I if I make progress, I don't want to lose it in one, two hits from an enemy because I got the wrong equipment or I got the wrong you know weapon. Whatever. I mean, I just I don't like that. And yeah. I. I like I said before, teach their own. I understand. I I can see why people like it. 
um, it poses more of a challenge than a lot of video games today because a lot of a lot of them today they're watered down, and it just, it just tries to you know tell a story or whatever and be more fun because that Soul series is not fun because of that one reason of the unforgiveness if that's even a word. See, that's, <laughs> I mean that's what really appeals to people sometimes. So and that, and that's great. Because, I mean, a lot of these people who play in games like that today weren't even around when games were that frustrating yeah. years and years and years ago, you know? So they get a little bit of a taste of what we grew up with. So, and that's, I mean, if they play Mega Man 2, you know, you know if, if maybe, uh, well, not parents, because we're too young for, well, not really. I don't know. I mean, it, there's still a lot of these gamers, the newer, you know, they're in their teens, 20s, that still go back and, you know, they try older games that they didn't have when they were a kid, I guess, like Mega Man. I'm yeah. sure the people go back and play that stuff, too, I would think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they I don't do. Know. Well, I'm, I'm it, curious. I, I mean, I've never sat down and actually talked to somebody that's, I don't know, 15 years old and say, well, hey, what are you playing right now? I guarantee you the two things they say would be Call of Duty and Minecraft. You're, you're very accurate. Very probably <laughs> and they're probably just obnoxious anyway. And well. I hate saying this, and I hate really – I mean not everyone's like this, but we've been through this discussion before. With Kids these days have the internet, and they have a voice, and it makes them obnoxious. Yeah. No matter how – even in real life, I'm sure they have the same attitude. They probably, we were, go ahead. I was like, well, they probably do, but I think they would be more reserved. I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't walk up to me in person and say, "I fucked your mom last night" or something like that. But oh, I'm I'm sure there are people out there that do that would say that. Well, if a, if a 13 year old did that to me, he would get slapped in the face. Oh, I would I hope worse than slap. <laughs> and then I, and then I would go find his parents and say, "Hey, do something with that fucking child." But they won't. Yeah. That's the thing, because they don't monitor... Like, when we were growing up, internet was not around, pretty much, right? Yeah. And so, we grew up with parents giving a shit. You know, we give up, you know, parents who taught us right from wrong. Hey, Kinda, don't do this. But we were still exposed to... I mean, are you... How, how exact? I mean, you, are you getting into the discipline part of children, or are you getting into... You know, kids playing these adult games and stuff like that. Because truth be told, I played Doom at fucking, oh, you no. know, 11 years old or well, however old. They kind of go hand in hand because I'm kind of talking about the discipline and the games. Because when I was growing up, the biggest, biggest hoopla, and this was all over the news and everything, was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, Kombat. yep. The original Mortal Kombat. Now, when I was growing up, I was like maybe eight years old maybe younger maybe older i don't remember but i was you know i was in a bowling league and after every time we were done the uh bowling alley had an arcade room mm -hmm. and mortal kombat was there and i played that every time and i was eight no maybe 10 no older and obviously i'm not supposed to be playing that because that's an adult game right right but my mom didn't mind because she knew what kind of kid i was i wasn't violent i never showed any of these tendencies to be violent because of the way we grew up the way she instilled her morals and everything and tried to put that down on on her kids so we feared our parents exactly because they actually were involved in our lives and they monitored things not 
I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, not hardcore, but here's a perfect example. I could be sitting, I don't know, playing Mario, Super Mario World on SNES whenever I was, I don't know, six or seven years old, and if I were to die and yell, fuck, and my mom heard me, she would come in and beat the hell out of me. Oh, absolutely. But now I'm curious as to either A, their parents are hearing them yelling fuck over a microphone playing Call of Duty and they're not doing anything about it or they don't they they let their kids lock themselves in their room and and they don't see them until it's dinner time. Well, it could be both, honestly, because I'm sure there's some parents out there that do hear it, but they don't care. Yeah. Um and then I'm sure they, you know, don't see their kids that often. I mean, there's no today. There's no reason to really do anything. Everything, because of the internet and all the, you know, the always connected deal, people have lost reason to go outside. People, to, people have lost reason to connect with people. And that's that's the weirdest thing because they're still connected to people. It's no. just digitalized. Yeah, it's but it's 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 numbing. It's 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 not real. Mm-mm. You know, I but mean, that's the thing. Prime example, prime example right here, and I I just want to say this. Yeah, I did take a few pictures because it was the first time I'd ever done this before. But the amount of people who stared at their fucking cell phones yesterday at the Braves game was in fucking sane. I swear to God, there was a woman sitting in front of me. She had an iPad and was watching the game on her iPad when you have, we had perfect fucking seats. You could see the entire game. And I'm like, what is wrong with fucking people nowadays? I was like, I took six pictures. I took one of me and of my buddies and of the field. Because, hell, I've never been to a Braves game before. You know? And see, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but if I you... put my phone away and I wanted to watch the game. You know? Right. And there's nothing wrong with what you did, taking pictures. That's fine. But put the fucking thing away. Yeah. You know, like like you did, and I can't believe that a woman in front of you was watching the game on an iPad when it's perfectly right there in front of her. Yeah, we have fucking amazing seats. See, and that's just, uh, God, I don't know. It's, it's it's technology. It's just, technology is making us dumber. It absolutely is, and that's I, why I fear. I, 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 I'll, I'll take that back. Technology is making us lazier. Well, both. Yeah, it's it's really both. Now, yes, granted, technology can do some great things, and it is great for businesses and futures and all that shit it, it, whatever it's got its upsides obviously but the downside is these kids and even even adults now are just too consumed with it yeah you know i miss going outdoors so i try to go outdoors more and am i do i no but there's other reasons for that not you know after work i don't feel like doing shit i know? don't either but i have a yard i have to cut so see you have responsibilities i mean <laughs> So you got shit you have to do. Yeah, we there's have, yeah, we all have shit we got to do. Right, but most of these people put it off, and it's just once you know they do the responsibilities, they go back to being online. Like, okay, if I didn't feel very extremely stupid, tired after work, I would probably be outdoors. I don't. I, I hate watching television as much as I do. I hate it. I don't watch television anymore. Mm, and that's that's good. Yeah. But it's just I don't want to be handcuffed to you know all this digital shit yeah and uh, a lot of people are allowing themselves to 
and there's this commercial that you know we've lost touch with the human race we don't go out and see friends anymore we don't do anything outside of just talking to them online yeah you know so it, it's just we need to just restrict this i mean as parents and i know we're getting to that age where we're gonna have to be parents sometime soon but parents just need to have a restriction they need to be like okay you can be on for maybe two hours but no more after that you get your stupid ass outside you go out with your friends i don't care what you do just do it yeah i mean that's 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 one of the reasons why i started playing dungeons and dragons i know it's a nerdy thing that you probably wouldn't get into but um it's it's you know you sit around a table i mean even if we play fucking board games you know you're still you're still interacting with your friends and we have a no phone policy that's good you know especially during D &D, because we take that shit seriously and if somebody pulls out their phone we're like put the phone away because they it it actually started because of me and my ex-girlfriend because she would text me constantly (laughs) and i was like i swear to god i texted that woman more than i talked to her on the phone Oh, yeah. That's, so, that's the norm, though. Yeah, that's the norm now. I communicate people via text messages. I don't even call them anymore. My parents can't understand that. Well, I can understand that, me, because I'm an oddball. I hate, personally, talking on the phone. I, I, can't, hate. I can't talk on the phone. If I get on the phone, I start pacing around my entire house. Yeah, I'm, yeah. With, I'm with you. I and can't I, sit down and talk on the phone. I can't either. I And, you know, it's worse, like, when you're seeing someone or you're hanging out with your friends or whatever – there's always like a little kind of conversational lull, but that can be picked up. But with on the phone, for some reason with me, it's different. If there's a lull in conversation, I don't know where to go. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know. Right. So, so it's, it's, it's yeah. different from being on the phone than being face-to-face. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I the, the D&D thing, I tried it. You're right. I, I didn't really care for it, but it was fun. Yeah, I mean and that's I what we do. We do. We just do dumb shit, you know. And that, see, and that's great because that's a good example of you know communicating with your friends, hanging with your friends in person, yeah. and you get to use your imagination. Yeah, it's, which it's fun. I mean, we come up with these dumb things. You know, I'm the DM, and you know, I'll be like, I I tell the story. You know, I make up the bad guys and stuff like that, and they're like. You know, a friend of mine might be like, I, I want to grab the chandelier and then swing down with my sword and hit him. I'm like, okay, well, do an acrobatics check. And he rolls his dice. He's like, well, you fucked up that acrobatics check, so you grab the chandelier and then fall on your ass. <laughs> you take five fall damage, <laughs> you know, or something like that. <laughs> so we, we do is, you know, we, we make up kind of our own stuff. And it's it's actually really fun. We, we've kind of gotten out of it lately because of scheduling and stuff like that. But um, you know, I'm still constantly working on campaigns and things. So it's, um, yeah, it, I mean, I started it probably about two years ago. I was like, in fact, I got it for, uh, I got a starter kit. So like, they call it the red box. And, um, I got it for my birthday and I bought it myself. And I was like, so everybody's like, Drew, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I want us to all sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons. And everybody was like, dude, we haven't played that since we were teenagers. I'm like, I know we're going to do it again. And so we we started that again. See, now that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fun, you know. We sit down sometimes. We have a few beers. Last time we did play Dungeons and Dragons, it was actually this is how nerdy we are. So uh, a friend of mine um, who I met through my ex girlfriend, um, he he's all in the sports, loves football, baseball, knows all the stats, stuff like that, and he's he, you know he's a big sports guy. But 
he didn't have that many friends. He did a lot of, you know, he worked a lot, went home to his girlfriend, worked a lot, went home to his girlfriend. And she was like, you know, and you should, uh, you should hang out with him. And I'm like, okay. And so I just, you know, I, cause I had seen him a few times. Uh, and I was like, Hey, we're, we play Dungeons and Dragons. Would you like to join us? And he was like, all right. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. He'd never heard. He, he doesn't play video games. He doesn't do any nerdy shit like that. And he sat down and had a fucking blast playing Dungeons and Dragons. And now he's all into it. So, um, I was in his wedding, uh, recently and we were going to have a somewhat of a bachelor party. We, all right. Truth be told, we're all a little modest, you know, we're not going to go out to strip clubs, stuff like that. But Kenny was like, I want to have a guy's night where we just sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, is that what you want to do that for your bachelor party? And he's like, yeah. He said, we'll, we'll have some drinks. I'm like, all right. So they all came over to my place. And I made up these house rules. So anytime you roll a one or anytime you roll a 20, you have to drink. Oh, my God. We got so fucking shit-faced. <laughs> it was to a point where we weren't even playing Dungeons & Dragons. We were just rolling dice to see if somebody hit a 20. If somebody hit a 20, we'd go, ah, drink, motherfucker. And we got so fucking, oh, my God. And then the next day, we had to do a wedding. I had to wake up at 5 a.m. the next day. Oh, oh, my God. I was so hungover. I was like, I'm still drunk. I can't do a wedding right now. <laughs> it was nuts. But it, we had a fucking blast that night. And uh but yeah, that's how that's how nerdy we are for a bachelor party. We played Dungeons and Dragons and got drunk. And and see, you don't get that today. Now the question about that is, and there's no, you can't really answer this is, if you were born into this digital age, would you do that still? You know, because I mean, half the people I'm sure, or more so, don't even really know what Dungeons and Dragons is. You know, let alone a board game. Yeah. So I mean. It I'm just, sure. I'm sure there's kids out there that still play board games. You know, I mean, oh, I, I, you know, they have family game night or some bullshit like that. But I mean, it's, you know, that's 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 a hard thing to to think of because I mean, yeah. I I can remember a fucking time when I didn't have a computer. I mean, yeah. you know, I, mean, I remember when we got our first computer. You know, my dad. It took. It, we got it for Christmas, quote unquote Christmas. Um, and dad did the whole. I guess Santa brought it. Uh, and he set it up, and he had to install Windows 3.1 on there. I swear to God, he had at least 30 fucking floppy disks. Yeah. And he said, I stayed up all fucking night <laughs> installing Windows for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember when we got our first computer, you know, and, and the Internet didn't, I mean, the Internet was there, but we didn't get it till way later. You know, so, I mean, it was, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I did play a lot of video games whenever I was a kid, but I mean, I did other stuff, you know, I played rec baseball and, you know, play football and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I was pretty active when I was a kid and, and in high school, you know, I, I played football and I played tennis and, and a few other things. So it was, it, I, I was still active while I still enjoyed my video games and stuff like that. Yeah. Which nowadays I think a kid comes home from school and I think they just jump on Call of Duty. Yep. Immediately. There's no denying that and you know, I it's kinda sad, but it is what it is. I mean, at least we know enough to, you know, whenever we're parents, to instill what we were brought up with. Yeah. And hopefully 
whenever we have the kids that, you know, handwriting's still around and not everything's done on a tablet. And, you know, hopefully the stuff that we grew up with will still be around. Um, Cause that's the, that's the biggest fear of mine is, you know, everything by the time I'm a dad will be Absolutely. all, Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and it's just you know schools anymore providing tablets for these kids, and I'm yeah. like, um, uh, that's is not right. I mean, the art of handwriting is going away. That you know, that every- blew that you know it blew me away. You know where they brought back Reading Rainbow? You know they had that whole big Kickstarter yeah. stuff. Yeah. I watched one of Lavar Burton's Reading Rainbows where he's like he's going to read a book to the camera and you know and talk about it and show the pictures and stuff. He read it on a fucking tablet. Ah, uh, and I was like, come on, Lavar. Yeah, Jordy, I mean, if, Jordy, don't do this. If you're gonna do Reading Rainbow again, let's get books. Yeah, bring out a book. Yeah, it's in a book. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I buy books, you know, digitally, but I still go out at least and buy them also the physical book, not yeah. the same book, but you know, some books I'll buy digitally, some I won't. You yeah. know, I'm not. I don't think I'm part of the problem, but it's more convenient anymore to do anything online. You can get your games online. You don't have to go to the store. Same thing with books, comic books. Anything can be bought online. Yeah. And it, while it's convenient, it hurts a lot of other people. And it's just – it's more reason to stay indoors. Now, <laughs> I'm not a people person. I hate fucking people. I hate them. I hate them. Absolutely hate them. But I still go out. you know. And if I have to converse, then I will. But anymore, you really don't have to. There's no reason to. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, look at the baseball game you went to. Yeah. You could just watch that on your tablet. Boom. Well, I mean, that that was something that was really surprising to me because, you know, like I said, I've never been to an MLB game before. Um, but the amount of people that were there that were just genuinely nice, you know, I mean, there was, there was people, the staff that worked there were really nice. We ran into a cop who was, who was I, I guess he was just, you know, doing the event and, uh, we asked him, I was like, where's 200 at? And he's like, do you want the fastest way or the longest way to get there? And we're like, the fastest way. He said, well, I'm going to tell you the longest way and you figure it out. You know, <laughs> he was joking around and stuff. You know, and I was like, eh, he was kind of a cool guy. And, you know, and the guys that sat next to us, they were, you know, we, we were down and he was, and we actually won the game. The Braves won the game. But um, uh, the guys next to us who was, he, he looked like he was probably in his 50s. Um, he was sitting next to me. He's like, if he hits the home run, all the beers are on this guy. And I looked over, I was like, I don't have that money. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't either. <laughs> See, there is nothing like going to a live sporting event. Yeah. I mean, everyone there usually is friendly. I mean, if your team's doing well, great. You know, high fives all around. People you don't know. Yeah. It's why it's such a great experience. I mean, unless you're – for the opposing team. There know? was a few Mets fans there, and I like, because we were down. I mean, I swear to God, the first pitch of the game, the Mets hit a home run. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And it was like, it was a, it looked like a, a grandfather and his son, both completely decked out in Mets shit. Yeah. You know, Met hats, the Met fucking jersey. And every time the Mets did something good, they were like, yeah! And I was like, sit down, assholes. <laughs> See, and that's, I, I guess I can. My experience is I don't go to a lot of baseball games, but I do support you know Cincinnati Reds because I'm that's the home team. Yeah. But football is a different story for me. I will always support the Cincinnati Bengals. They're the home team. Grew up with them. Always will support them. But I'm Carolina Panther fan first and foremost. 
as we I've said throughout you know the years of the podcast. How did exactly did that happen? Um, it's kind of a. It's not a long story. It's kind of a dumb story, but uh, it was 2001, mm-hmm. 2002, and, you know, I grew up watching football. It was always, you know, if it wasn't the Bengals, I was always watching, you know, Denver and Green Bay go at it. That was, you know, the two teams that really just dominated. Yeah. Um, and I grew up watching football, and I'm just like, eh, I kind of grew out of it. It was boring to me. I just I stopped just watching it. I just, yeah, I was done with it. It was boring, more boring than baseball. Right. And I, I consider baseball to be kind of boring, unless you're playing it. But then around 2002, I had nothing better to do. I just plopped on my bed, turned on the TV. It was the playoffs, and they were in it. And they just – they brought back the excitement because they weren't – you know, they're, they're, they weren't the best team. Yeah. But they kept it exciting. And I'm like, well, who's this? God, they just – wow. You know, it just brought back the excitement. They reignited the football fire, if you will. Right. In my soul. So that's how I stuck with I just – ever since then, I stuck with them. That was oddly the year – they went to their only Super Bowl mm-hmm. and lost a heartbreaker to the Patriots. But ever since then, been a fan, and it's been an up and down ride. And you know, it's just every eight years they come to town, they come to Cincinnati because yeah. every four years they play the AFC North. So four years ago they played them in Charlotte. So I don't go, but every eight years I go. And eight years ago, when they came, I went with my friend at the time and. It's just the Cincinnati fans. There, there's, there's three different types of Cincinnati fans. You got your hardcore who will always stick with them, always, no matter what. And being a Cincinnati fan is harder than being a Carolina fan because they've been through a shit ton of city, shitty seasons. Yeah. Uh, then you got your bandwagon fans. Actually, only two. You got your hardcore, or you got your bandwagon. <laughs> the majority of Cincinnati's fans are bandwagons. If they lose, they they jump ship to another team. So, but, and it's hard for me. When the when Carolina comes to town, because I have to support both teams, yeah. I have to support the home team and I have to support my team. But the Cincinnati fans are kind of dicks, too. So, so, so would it, the next Cincinnati Carolina game, are you going to wear your Carolina jersey? Oh, I did eight years ago. I'm doing it again. There you go. They're in town in October. I'm going. I already have tickets. <laughs> but luckily, eight years ago, the Bengals won. So I got heckled, as and I didn't get the receiving end of that anger if they had lost. And I don't know what that's like because Cincinnati can be a dangerous place, and the fans when they're drunk do stupid shit. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of, it, it it's great going to sporting events, but it's scary at the same time because when people get drunk and stuff, stupid shit happens. People die. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know if you heard about you know the one in California when the Niners played the Raiders. A uh, Raiders fan got shot or stabbed or something and, you know, died. And it's just it, it, that ruins the fun for everyone. Yeah. So I'm kind of nervous about going because what if Carolina wins? What's going to happen? Am I going to get my ass beat because I'm a Carolina <laughs> fan? You know, I would never do something like that. Yeah, Carolina lost eight years ago. I'm like, OK, well, good game. You guys, you know, we put up a fight. You guys won. You guys were the better team this time. You know, that's fine. I, I, I don't understand the violence behind if your team wins or loses. Why do you have to take it out on other people who's not for your team? Yeah. I mean, we weren't dicks to the Mets guys. You know, they was just like you would always hear them, yay, and everybody else is quiet. And they're like, man, yeah, shut up. See, I mean, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I mean, if you heckled them, there's nothing wrong with heckling. I got heckled a lot at that game, and that's fine. I just take it in stride. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. But 
I just don't see all the the violence behind it, and I'm kind of nervous going. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. We didn't dress up. I mean, I, I wore my Skyrim shirt and blue jeans. <laughs> Nobody had on any brave shit that was with me. Uh, my my buddy Chris actually went and bought a Braves hat at the store, which, truth be told, they were cheap. He got he got a Braves hat, an authentic Braves hat for fifteen dollars. And I was what? like, yeah, I was like, whoa, that was only fifteen bucks. I was like, hell, I'll get me one. Right. And I, but it was too late. They had already closed it by the time I went over there. Wow. Yeah. Over here, man, you can't. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if you looked at. Well, you, I don't know if you guys looked at jersey prices, but. Jersey prices in the pro shop in the stadium are stupid. Oh expensive. yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure the jerseys for the Braves were expensive. The hats, which were pretty good hats, I mean, it it was fifteen bucks. It was fifteen bucks even. There was no tax or anything. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not bad, man. That that I was like, really, just fifteen? They're like, yeah, that's why I got one. I was like, okay. And then he's huh. he's not a hat wearer. He just got it for the game. You know, he wanted to have something. Oh sure, I and, understand. And that. he's like, he, he didn't even have it on half the time. I'm like, put your hat on, man. <laughs> you know, and of course they're doing the tomahawk thing. Yeah, with the the Braves. Mm. See, it was See? fun. That that was that was a fucking blast. It, it it absolutely is a blast going to that. I mean, you have to see football now. Yeah, I, I really want to go to a Falcons. Especially game. the Falcons, Drew. Last year was an anomaly for the Falcons. I'll tell you that. And this year, I think they're going to rebound. And going to a football game is better than going to a baseball game. It's absolutely amazing. And now that, you know, well, not not now. I'm sure you've been kind of a fan for the Falcons for a little bit, no, right? I've been, a, I've been a Falcons fan since I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, I, so. I mean, my mom and – not my mom and – my dad and a lot of my family members tried to push the Georgia Bulldogs, the UGA mm. – College football is huge down here in the South. Yep. People love it down here, you know. And truth be told, I fucking hate the mm. Bulldogs because I'm just shoved down my throat all the time. Everywhere I go, it's fucking red and white and black. And I'm just like, I hate that shit. It's UGA all over the place. And I was like, I hate that. You know, and I was like, I want to watch something else. I love football, but, yeah, you know, I was like, I, I don't want to care about that. And so I started watching pro. And I was probably about 15 or 16. And I was like, you know what? I'm going for the Falcons because, you know, everybody jumped on the bandwagon with the Dirty Birds, you know, Jamal Anderson and all those guys. And, uh, you know, they, they lost, obviously. But um, I stuck with them. You know, I, I have my Falcons hat. I don't have a jersey. And I'll wear my Falcons hat proud. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's good fans stick by their team. Oh, I'll, and, I'll always be a Falcons. And that's always. awesome. And I, I don't think there is any more bandwagony fans in Cincinnati. But, but, what I was gonna say is maybe if I ever have the money and Carolina goes to Atlanta, because you know they meet twice a year. Yeah. Maybe I come down. Maybe we go to a game. I can do that. And I will be out of place as shit. I can show you the ropes. We can go to the varsity. You ever What's heard the, vars- the varsity heard. is? Oh my god! So I posted a picture on Twitter. Of the varsity, actually, of the food. It's basically a, a hamburger hot dog joint. Okay. Some of the most greasiest fucking shit you'll ever eat in your life. And you will shit a brick afterwards. But it's some of the best tasting shit in the world. <laughs> we have one in Athens, which is real close to me. And we have one in Atlanta. The main one in Atlanta is huge. And uh, uh, we went there for the Braves game. 
you know, because we were like, yeah, we'll get there early, man. We can stop by the varsity first. I'm like, all right, we'll go to the varsity. Even though we were already in Athens that has a varsity, we drove all the way to fucking Atlanta to eat at another varsity. And, uh, uh, and man, it was fucking packed. And it was all Braves fans because they all had the Braves shit on. I'm like, damn it, I told you we should have came earlier. <laughs> and they were like, well, whatever. And that, it took us fucking 30 minutes to get our food. <laughs> uh, but it was fucking fantastic. God, the, the varsity, man. If, if you're I, ever in Atlanta, you got to go to the varsity at least well, once. I don't know a lot about I was in Atlanta a decade plus ago. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, Drew. That city's – I don't know if it's changed. And it's It was gorgeous. It was absolutely – it was like looking in a painting. Like it was uh, – we were, um, I guess, in the in the main part of Atlanta. I don't know where, uh, where the underground mall is. Yeah, the underground Atlanta. Yeah, uh, and it was just looking out in the distance with the skyscrapers and the sun setting. It was just beautiful. It was a great – I love Atlanta. It is one of my favorite cities to have visited. It's a nice city. It has some of the worst traffic in the world. Uh, it, it really does. Um, it, it, and it has some of the most aggressive drivers. That's the thing is that you can go down the, 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 the loop that goes around Athens – and you could be running 85 and people are looking at you like you're in the fucking way, you know? <laughs> and so I'm just, I get nervous driving out Atlanta. Luckily I didn't drive yesterday, but, um, it, the, the traffic's horrible. Got a, a decent amount of violence there, you know? Well, that's with every major city. This is true. But I mean, it is, it is a nice place to go. I mean, they got, you know, yeah. they've got a few things there. They got the, the, the Georgia aquarium or the Atlanta aquarium. Um, didn't get to see that. What I did remember seeing, besides the what are the uh, Ted Turner? What did they call it? The Turner Tower, Turner, whatever, CNN Tower. Well, I don't yeah, know the CNN Tower. Okay, we visited that. And my favorite though was the Coke. The World of Coke. Uh, yes. Yeah, I love that place. Oh my God, the fountains yeah. were not water fountains, like the, like drinking water fountains. They were Coke, like flavored Coke, like orange Coke. I think is what it was. Yeah. That's some of the nastiest shit I've ever tasted. Yeah, they have, <laughs> they have horrible fucking drinks there from all over the world, and I they're guess, nasty. Especially from over the world. Like, oh, here's international Coke. This is served in Japan. I'm like, ugh, ugh, yeah. ew, why, why? Why can't you just keep the American flavor and ship it over there? Ew, this is gross. So, but it was, it's an experience. I That was the one thing that stuck out in my mind was the Coke. Yeah, I've been to the world of Coke multiple times. But uh, it's, it's, I wouldn't actually mind just moving down there. I wouldn't. Move to Atlanta? Yeah. Like I've been I don't go a lot of trips. Like my trips consisted of just band trips. I know I'm a band geek, but I don't care. It was, you know, we went to Chicago, Florida, whatever. It was anywhere I went outside of the immediate area like Kentucky and Tennessee was all for band and Atlanta was my favorite city by far. Hmm. Chicago comes in at a distant second. Yeah. That's a scary city. That's where Matt lives. He might attest to it. I don't know if he gets used to that or not. But, I mean, that – I mean, it was a great city. I enjoyed my time there. There's a lot of cool stuff to do. But when the sun sets, I'm like, eh, I don't feel so comfortable. But there's only certain areas. Like I said, though, yeah. every city has those, you know, dark and shady alleys or whatever. But... The bad thing, Turner Field is right next to one of those shady places. <laughs> so yeah. we had to drive through it, and we're like, just go, just go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was an experience. I'd never been to Turn, Turner Field before, and it was, that was really fun. Uh, it's, it's good you went because I mean, it, it, even if you're not really a big fan of sports in general, maybe even baseball, it's always fun to go. Yeah, 
I mean, you you know, you always got a team to get behind, and there's a whole bunch of people there that get hyped up for it and stuff. Yep. So, I mean, we've actually decided we want to go to some Gwinnett Braves, uh, which is the their AAA team for the okay. Braves. Okay. Uh, and it's it's actually only about 45 minutes from us. So, awesome. and and then we looked at the tickets. Tickets are like eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like. Fuck yeah, we're going to go to some fucking Gwinnett Braves. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it only take us like not even an hour to get there. I tell you what, I've I've never been to any kind of minor league game, but I hear they're really fantastic to go to. Yeah, they say they get the crowd involved in a lot of stuff. That's good. Yeah, so we uh, we had a good time there, and I think we're gonna go some Gwinnett Braves. Hell, you can get fucking season tickets for the Gwinnett Braves for like two hundred bucks. See, and that's another reason why minor league is. Better because I mean for what season tickets for pro? Whew. Oh my god, thousands! Ooh, yeah. We paid fifty oh. bucks a pop for the seats that we got. And see that I, I don't know how they do this, but I'm pretty sure they do it by last year's record. And I don't know the Braves' record last year, but I'm pretty sure they were good. Yeah, Braves and, uh, usually do pretty good every year, and that's why they're so expensive. Yeah. At least over in, over here in Cincinnati, I think that's how they work. Like the Bengals tickets, um, they were in the playoffs last year prices skyrocket so i could be wrong but i thought that's how it worked so i don't know it's expensive so yeah that's true uh, uh but yeah man i don't know it's like from cincinnati to atlanta your area i don't know where athens is exactly but we'll just say atlanta uh-huh. what is that like a 13 12 13 hour trip pretty far yeah because i know from here to florida I don't know what area. It's about 14 hours, so it's got to be around that. No, it's, it's, if it's 14 hours, then it's less. Then because driving from where I am in Georgia to even the border of Florida will take you like five hours. Seriously? Yes. Driving all, from the top of Georgia to the bottom of Georgia takes for fucking ever. Holy shit. Because hmm, I swear when we went to uh, Florida, we went through Georgia. You, you, you had to. Well, no, not from where I go. Would you go from where Alabama? No, I mean you can just shoot down. You you would cut through um uh, balls. I don't. You know we wouldn't have to cut through Atlanta. I don't think. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't. I'm know. not. I'm not very geographically inclined. So I don't know. Let me uh let me uh do the Google Map thing. It it, it, it has to be <laughs> at least at least twelve hours. I would say. Yeah, I would say it's probably that much. So, because I mean. It's doable to to drive, but I don't I don't want to fly. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, I've never flown before. Ugh, I was. <laughs> here's a interesting story. I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and um, we had this opportunity for select members. You have to try out for it uh, to go to Europe, all over Europe, performing with this like uh, American like band, where different people from different um, schools got mm-hmm. to represent and I tried out and made it and whatever we I went to the I think whatever school we went to practice to get ready for the music and all this shit the day we were supposed to leave or the day before we were supposed to leave panic pure panic sat in like I'm gonna fucking die this plane is gonna crash and I'm gonna die so I just panicked myself out of a trip to Europe this is senior year it's my senior year in high school what what year did you graduate? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. Yep. I was about to say, was this before or after nine eleven? It was after or before. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't because of you know. I was just I'm so deathly afraid of heights that I just psyched myself out of a fucking um, trip. 
yeah. to Europe. I mean, that's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say, I'm going to Europe just for the price of a fucking plane ticket. Yeah. Because that's all it costs. And it was all over Europe. All over. I even had my money, you know, for like, you know, different countries. And I was, it's all set. And then I fucking had a panic attack and like, I can't go. So, mm. uh, it's only seven hours. Seven hours from Cincinnati yep. to fucking Atlanta? Mm-hmm. What? Oh. You better be booking it. <laughs> seven hours and 49 minutes. This is without traffic. Uh-huh. Um, seven hours, 16 minutes is, uh, is the uh, uh, fastest. 480 miles. 490, I'm sorry, 490. Hmm. So it's only about an hour and a half flight, but that's not doable. I mean, it's not bad. Seven hours isn't bad. Yeah, that's true. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to play in that one day because I'd like to see – I like the Falcons. Yeah. They're my go-to NFC South team if the Panthers don't get in the playoffs because usually if it's not the Panthers, it's usually the Falcons because it's always going to be New Orleans because fuck New Orleans. But it's it's either New Orleans and Carolina or New Orleans-Atlanta that represents them in the playoffs. So I wouldn't mind going. Uh, well, maybe we play in that one day. All right. There you go. Because that's, that's not a very far at all. That's a straight shot down 75 north, south. There you go. North. It says north. I don't know why it says north when I'm going south. Hear that or Google Maps is just stupid. So, I don't know. I'll have to, you know, pursue that further maybe one day. Because I'd love to see that. I'd love to go to different stadiums. I'm sure my buddy, you know, the one that's all about sports and stuff, he he, he loves the Falcons too, so I'm sure he'd love to go to the Falcons game. Which I, I'm probably going to talk to him about at least getting one ticket for this um this season coming up oh, it's nothing like going to a football game i love it it's so fun so fun but so. um yeah so and yeah another band geeky statement real quick uh-huh when i was a sophomore in high school we got to march i forget what stadium it was at the time because they've changed names down here twice or three times but we got to march on uh the Bengals field uh-huh and that was just intense i mean you you go to a high school field which is significantly shorter yeah than a pro field <laughs> half the band was going and the other half was standing still because we couldn't hear the fucking whistle <laughs> of this the start whistle like oh what do we do that was fun though not a, that was fun just marching in a, at a pro stadium at a halftime at a half we were the halftime show wow so that was my my proud moment i don't know did you play trumpet nope trombone bassoon <laughs> marching band no <laughs> i don't know what did you play i played the alto saxophone okay do you do you still have one um i sold it because i don't play it but i have a tenor okay so. can, can, can you do you think you could just jump up and start playing it yes you could yes huh. i probably could i don't remember all the notes right like but i could probably still play it yes interesting hmm. I can play any woodwind instrument for the most part because they're the same. Right. I played um, clarinet and symphonic band. So not not normal clarinet. I played bass clarinet, and okay. then I played an instrument that's a couple instruments or a couple inches taller than I am actually. <laughs> when my senior year in high school, the contrabass clarinet. Okay. That thing is about almost six feet tall. So wow. It was it was taller than I am. So. I can't play anything, so. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> eh, you should learn. It's fun. I love, I loved band. That was the only thing that got me through high school. I, I, I like, I played sports, so. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Sports is fun. I wish I did. I mean, I'm just too blind. And there's a, this is a story I can say offline because I don't want to say it online, but okay. it's just, uh, I used to play baseball when I was a kid. Right. It's pretty good at it. You know, I won the team. I, you know, I won a couple games for our team, but it's just my vision started going and I couldn't see the ball. So I would be strikeout after strikeout after strikeout. And that just didn't get, you know, that just got me out of it. It wasn't fun anymore because I couldn't do anything. So I wish I didn't go blind so I could see, so I could play baseball. I loved playing baseball. Get some glasses, man. Be like wild thing. Uh, I have contacts, and like I said, I'll have to explain it offline why I can't play. So Okay. But I was never too small for football, but I think I could have made it. I had speed, or I had speed. I could have been a good running back. But... There you go. <laughs> nice halfback. <laughs> but alas, my pro days are far, far behind me. Yeah. Oh, man. Not much video game talk here, but that's fine. We had a good talk. Yeah, man. I mean, we pretty much just... Everything I played, I talked about last week. So yeah. Oh, me and Ken tried to play. Um, what the fuck did we try to play Rising. last night? Dead Rising. Yeah. Nothing but internet issues, and we don't know whose internet it was. He kept getting disconnected from Xbox Live, so I'm thinking it was him, but I'm also thinking it's mine too at the same time because mm-hmm. I have like 92 devices on my wireless router. So we just could not connect. We got into one game. And we played it for about 10 minutes, and then he got disconnected, and that was it. He couldn't he, – he would keep sending invites. I wouldn't get them. I, could, I wouldn't join. It was just a big pain in the ass. So I don't know if it was just Xbox Live having issues yesterday or is it just a combination of a couple different things. Hmm. So well. I don't know. I wanted to play that DLC because it seems fun, but I just I, – I don't know what happened to xbox live from, yeah. from the 360 to xbox one it could have just been a fluke i don't know i i hope because otherwise i spent ten dollars i really shouldn't have well um let's see here all right i'm i'm we we we're good all right so i do have an email i want to read it first Okay. Um, but I, I want to kind of get into a, one other thing real quick. But um, okay, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Let me get that email out. While you're getting it out, have you seen the Lego Movie? I have not. You need to see the Lego Movie. Really? It's so awesome. Okay. It, 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 I love Legos. I've always loved Legos, but I kind of pushed them aside. Kind of forgot about them until I saw the Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when I got my tax returns, I went out and bought the Lego Death Star and built that bitch. And it's so fantastic. <laughs> okay. And it's small because Lego Movie got me back into it. Well, there you go. Can... It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. I know I've heard nothing but great things about it. So. It's I'll... got a moral. It's got a nice moral. Okay. It's it's fun. You need to watch it. I'll, I'll, I may red box it then. There you go. It's definitely worth at least that. Well, let's see here. Our uh, email comes from uh, Brandon says um, you guys are awesome I usually listen to podcasts to laugh or get some form of news but I have also been super obsessed with Dragon Age to the point where I am at work reading everything I can about the game in the wiki 
I finally got to the point of obsession where I wanted to hear someone else explain and explore the game and their, get their take on it. I was not at all disappointed. I was stoked to hear you guys talk about the game in such a great play-by-play. -play. I just subscribed while writing this stuff. Good stuff. Alright, thanks, man. Um, now on to the subject at hand. I have been against Atlas for a good long time, being a stubborn dick about RPGs that were not medieval-based. So, obviously, Atlas and Persona was a very big no-no for me. But now I just might have to try it, because if you guys enjoy Dragon Age, then I might enjoy Persona. And Catherine is no exception. I have seen videos show up of people covering it in Let's Play, and I have never had a desire to check it out, you know, because I'm a stubborn dick. But you three have almost convinced me. Honestly, I can't wait till the next Friday so I can hear your next podcast. So I do appreciate that. Uh, I am long. I am loving what you, I have heard so far, and you guys do an awesome job of burning through an hour of work of my work. So keep it up. Can't wait for next week. See you. You guys are awesome. Signed, Brandon from Fresno, and it says Galen. G H A L. E O N, but I don't think that's his last name. Maybe it's his, you know, gamer tag signature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Galen. Okay, All right, that that might work. Uh, games to play: oldies but goodies would be Lunar and Lunar Two. Fantastic uh, games and perfect RPGs. I have played Lunar Two. I've never played Lunar One, but um, I do appreciate the email, Brandon. Uh, I, I I greatly appreciate it. Um, and I'm glad that you enjoy Dragon Age as much as we did. Um, and we are going to be doing Dragon Age 2 later on this year. I uh, just kind of want to take a break from all the Dragon Age stuff for now. We want to do it before Inquisition comes out, so it'll probably be around September when we, uh, when we jump into Dragon Age 2. Um, but yeah, I, I, you, you, you subscribe to us. I guess you, I don't know how you found us. Um, you might have seen us on N4G or something like that, or maybe even Googled, you know, just Googled podcasts about Dragon Age. It may have popped up there. I appreciate you subscribing. If you'd like, I mean, we covered a ton of games. We've been doing this for two years now. Um, we've covered a lot of other games. So if you want to listen to our older episodes, you can. Sorry we didn't get an episode out uh, this week for. Catherine, um, we will be back next week finishing that. I guarantee it. If not, I'm killing Matt. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you enjoy this intermission. Um, you know, we talked about football and Hell yeah. baseball and stuff like that and band. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> we're back in high school again. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, but what I did want to announce was, uh, like I said in the teaser. Uh, for the, uh, our next game that we're going to be doing, we're going to be playing an RPG. Uh, what, what the plan is is that Matt and I are going to play an RPG that will take a little bit of time to get through. Then we play a short game. Then we move into Dragon Age 2. So, and hopefully by that time it'll be close to September, and then we'll be ready for it. Um, but our next game is a, a turn-based role-playing game. Uh, game that a lot of people may have heard of before. It's actually an older title. In fact, it will be the oldest game we've ever done for Phoenix Down. It's uh, developed by Square before they turned into Square Enix. It's a Squaresoft game. It's a little game on the Super NES called Super Mario RPG. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to be going through that and playing it. 
it's almost impossible to find that game. So I'm going to be the first one to admit I am emulating this. Ah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. um, And I'm not saying I haven't willingly tried. From what I heard, it was on the Nintendo eShop. But it's only on the Nintendo eShop for the Wii. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't have a Wii anymore. I have a Wii U. I have a 3DS. Why is this not on the 3DS? It is a Super NES game. Why is it not on there? That's a good question. That's completely stupid. I'm willing to give you guys up to 20 bucks for Super Mario RPG, but you're not you're not you're not doing it for me. So you think it's going to be 20 bucks? No, I don't think. Oh. So. No, <laughs> it's not going to be 20 bucks, but I'm, I'm just saying I would pay upwards to it wow. for it. I mean, it's a good game. I've played it before. I don't remember anything from it other than a few characters. Well, if you have the uh the console was originally on, it's not exactly expensive. That's true, but I mean, I'm going to eBay a copy of Super Mario RPG. I'm looking on Amazon right now. How much are they? They range. From? There's one for $400. Ooh. Uh, for the Wii, actually, it's $8. Hmm. Ooh. Wow, no, that's the case. That's not what I'm looking for. Oh, wow. No, it's no, it's expensive. $135. $135 for Super Mario RPG. That's the cheapest I found that's not on the Wii. Nope. Not happening. So, yes, I'm emulating Super Mario RPG, and I believe Matt is too. So, But we are going to be playing through that. So if anybody out there has the game or wants to play it along with us, it's actually a really good turn-based role-playing game. It's got a lot of quirky Mario stuff. And it's developed by possibly some of the best RPG makers out there. Square Enix, man. Or Squaresoft. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that. Um, but while I have Justin on, I do want to ask you, we are going to be doing solo, so it's just going to be Matt and I doing Mario RPG, but our next game, we wanted to do, like like we said, probably a short game that would possibly do, take maybe two, maybe three weeks, if that, mm-hmm. um, we would like to have you on, if, and, and I was just curious if you wanted to possibly discuss right now a game that you'd like to do that would possibly be somewhat short sure we can discuss that oh put me on the spot though well i'll tell you what let me break out mm. my list because okay. every every intermission i always go through our fucking long <laughs> list of games <laughs> just because just to waste time so enjoy this fellas <laughs> uh let's see here i'm going to what huh yeah uh oh, that doesn't sound good. Not my drive. I want to see shared with me. Oh, do I still have that list? I can look at it too. You probably still have that list. Should be. How do How do I get to it now? Here we go. Game club list. Um, how do I get to it? Some drive, Google Drive. Where is my drive? Oh, there it is. Eh. Haven't had to do this in a while. <sighs> oh God, just go to Google Drive. Jeez. So here are games that Matt has added personally. Herzog Zwie. He says I've never said, heard of that. It's on the Genesis. He says the first real time strategy style game. That's what he said. Uh Drakan, PS two. Mm. Indigo Prophecy. 
Disaster Report, Kill Switch, God Hand, The Tales series, which there's those, Parasite Eve, The Legend of Dragoon, Battle Engine Aquilia, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, Arx Fatalis, Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners, Odin's Fear, Grim Grimoire, Brutal Legend, Maximo on the PS2, Horde, don't know what that is, A Bard's Tale, Alone in the Dark, which is the original Alone in the Dark, not that shitty remake that we made <laughs> that we did already. Tomba, Om- Omicron, it's the first Aquatic Dream game. Uh, or it's called Omicron the Nomad Soul, whatever that is. Chrono Trigger, The Last Remnant, and Vagrant Story. Those were his picks. My picks, Resident Evil Remake, which we have already locked that down. That is going to be our Halloween game. Oh, nice. Um, so but which version are you going to play? Oh, well, you have the Wii or the GameCube version. I'm hoping to find me a copy of the GameCube version and then Ooh. and then get yeah. my Wii. Ooh, good luck with that. Eh, I don't think it'd be that hard. Mm. I know a mom and pop place that might have a copy. Okay. Uh, Castlevania: Lament of Innocence and Castlevania: Curse of Darkness, both on the PS2. Kingdom Hearts 2. I played Kingdom Hearts 1, but I never touched Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Risen. Uh, Divinity 2. Dragon Knight Saga. Demon's Souls. Psychonauts. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 4. We did Persona 3 for the original Zombie Frog Game Club. Me and Matt did. Uh, I think Mike Futter was on there with us. Um, and we always wanted to do four as well. Uh, Prince of Persia 2008, which is the cel-shaded one. Urban Chaos Riot Response, which is the first Rocksteady game uh, before they made Batman. And it is awesome. That game is so ridiculously stupid and so awesome. <laughs> Alone in the Dark 360 or PS3. I'm going to go ahead and delete that motherfucker. <laughs> We and the both. comment that you put for it. Yeah, one of the most innovative games I've ever played. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Not anymore. Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man. Hmm. It's the, Majin in the Forsaken Kingdom. That one would be pretty good. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, you play as this guy who has this big hulking thing following him around oh right yeah okay I uh, yeah is. eternal sonata which was probably the other game we were going to do if we didn't do mario rpg uh super mario sunshine okage shadow king early ps2 game uh advanced wars dual striker days of ruin the unfortunate thing is matt does not have a nintendo handheld at all so we can't do those even though I'd really love to do an Advanced Wars game because I love that series. Uh, Super Mario RPG. Bam, we are doing it. It even says, we'll have to emulate, but I really want to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Planescape Torment. 
Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 12, which is, like I've said here, the one and only Final Fantasy game I have never touched. In fact, I will go as far as to say I have never even seen gameplay of Final Fantasy 12. I don't even know what it looks like. Wow. Yeah. The Cursed Crusade, Chrono Cross, The World Ends With You, which is another game that we probably can't do because Matt doesn't have a DS or a 3DS. Shimagami Tensei Strange Journey, another DS game. Shimagami Tensei Devil Summoner 2. Uh, Devil Survivor, another DS game. Devil Survivor 2, another DS game. Diablo 2. I want to go back and do Diablo 2 one day. Because, holy fuck. I put so many fucking hours into Diablo 2. I want to see how well it really holds up. I'm willing to bet it doesn't. (laughs) But, hopefully... Um, Valkyria Chronicles, which was a fantastic game that I never finished. Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter was recommended by a listener. That listener was Jay. Now that listener works for our website. Rogue Galaxy. Always saw the cover, thought it looked neat. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good reason. Yeah. Star Ocean, The Last Hope. I've owned it for years, only a few hours in. (laughs) Overlord or Overlord 2. Hmm. Those that that Overlord or Overlord Two would be a good one too that we could do. This kind of sh- I think it's relatively short. Yeah, I think it's only about fifteen hours, is what my understanding is. Yeah, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, another DS game that we'll probably never get to do. Folklore, which is an early PS3 game. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I really want to mm. go back and do that. I wouldn't mind doing that. I absolutely loved that game. That one would have to be... Now, I don't know this answer. If you have an Xbox One Uh and you have a 360, Uh does your gold membership transfer over? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be on the same. So if you turn on your 360, you're still got your gold. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing that one, Drew. If you wanted to do Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I'm, I'm sure Matt would love to do it. What system? With, I mean, it doesn't matter however you want to do it. Well, I mean, because I mean, Ultimate Alliance is better played online. This is true. I mean, fuck. I do, no, P- I do PS3 because it's free and I don't have Xbox Live anymore. <laughs> Why is it free? Because PS3 is free to play online. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the game. No, no, no. I mean, you still have to buy the game. Well, right. I thought maybe it was... Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking. It's also on PC. I uh, I don't do PC. Okay. I don't have a PC that can do anything, so... Well, that that's a, that's a, that's a good one to think about. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, The Shining series. Um, Suikoden series. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix. Add it for Matt. Nocturne. Interesting 1920s paranormal game. Hmm. That game... I don't know about that game. Yeah? It was only for PC. I think it was made like 1999 or 1998, somewhere around there. And it looked so interesting when I first saw it as a kid. Because it was like, you know, you played as like this detective who, you know, he, he looked like the 1920s detective, got the fedora, the trench coat. And he was like a monster hunter too. So he'd go against vampires and werewolves and stuff, and it'd be like, yo, he's using Tommy guns and shit. And I was like, that looks so cool. Um, But I never played it, and I don't know how well it would play on the PC. 
Um, and then Tales of Vesperia. I have borrowed it long enough. I'm actually staring at it right now. My old roommate is already asking for it back. <laughs> Justin's picks. Your picks here. 99 Nights. Never really played it. Nope. Red played Dead. like five minutes of it. Red Dead Redemption. Did you ever finish that? No, I never did, sadly. Yeah. Fatal Frame 2. That's a good one. Crimson Butterfly. Uh, that'd be a good uh, Halloween game. Yeah. Burnout 3 Takedown. Loved it. A Burnout Revenge. Loved that, too. I've never played 3 or uh, Revenge. You've never played Revenge? The first Burnout I ever played was Paradise. Holy shit, Revenge. Oh, God, there's a hole in my wall because of that game. I loved it. Conquer Live and Reloaded. Eh. Eh. <laughs> Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. And, yeah. And Dark Alliance 2. And Destruction Derby for the PS1. How exactly would we do a game club about Destruction Derby on the PS1? Yeah, I didn't think about that. You can probably take that off. <laughs> I actually, a few weeks ago when I was at Ken's house, he popped that in, and I'm like, eh, no. Yeah. No. No, we can take that off. <laughs> okay. And then I got Mackie's picks here, which we'll say for Mackie. But here's all the games we've ever done. This is previous Zombie Frog Game Club games. So these are the games before... ZTGD, before I even worked for ZTGD, all this other stuff, me and Matt did a podcast called the Zombie Frog Game Club. Um, and uh, I joined him at Braid, the third game. I did not play Beyond Good and Evil with him, and I did not play Psychonauts. I joined him at Braid and then became a regular on the show. But we did Beyond Good and Evil, Psychonauts, Braid, Black, Crimson Skies, which I absolutely hated, uh, Persona 3 uh, Condemned Criminal yeah. Origins Jade Empire which was fantastic uh, Trapped which was Mike Futter's fucking suggestion thanks Mike for that one. <laughs> oh, it was that game was so bad The Dishwasher Dead Samurai how did you do that in one part that game was hard as fuck that game was hard as fuck but if I think we it we weren't really consistent with the show. Um, we, we may say, we'll be back next week, and then three weeks later, we do a, a show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> kind of like how we do now. But uh, um, <laughs> it, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was like, all right, we'll do the dishwasher, and then like three weeks pass, and we're like, okay, I'm kind of done with the dishwasher. Let's talk about it. Okay. Right. Um, Super Street Fighter Four, which was my suggestion, um, that was an interesting episode because we didn't. There was really no story to talk about, or you know, stuff like that. But we did talk about kind of like the history with Street Fighter, and you know, who our characters we like to play as, and stuff like that. It was actually a really fun show. Uh, Shadow Complex, Max Max Payne Two, Killer Seven, another one suggested by me. I absolutely love that game. Everybody else hated it. I could never get into it. It's a hard game to get into because that's a Suda 51 game, and that's he's weird. Yeah. Deus Ex, the original Deus Ex, we abandoned that because I got about an hour in and said, fuck this, I can't play this old shit. <laughs> Res HD, Dead Rising, which I suggested that, and everybody kind of hated that game except for me. Uh, I don't know why people hate it. It was it's, bad. It's old school. And yeah. and unforgiving, but I still think Dead Rising is a pretty fun game. Yeah, I mean, I hated the time limit, but yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, Costume Quest, and then Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. We semi abandoned that. We want to go back to it one day. 
the reason why was because I fucked myself over in that game. Um, and I kind of got stuck. And I was like, either I start this game over from the beginning or you guys go on without me. And then Matt was like, ah. And at that time, Mike was transferring to RIP 10, I think. He was leaving ZTGD and transferring to RIP 10. And then Mike, you know, obviously couldn't do the show anymore and because he was working for a different website. And we just kind of quit it. And then the Zombie Frog Gang Club ended, cut to about three years later. I'll right. say this real quick before uh-huh. you move on. All right. If Whenever you visit that one again, I want it. You want to do Eternal Darkness I with us? I never beat it. I love that fucking game. I will do whatever it takes to get that game again. Okay. I loved it, and I really want to revisit that. We can do that. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so cut to three years later. Um, I'm still working for ZTGD. Matt just kind of quit doing anything. I gave him a, a buzz on Twitter and said, Hey, I want to do a game club podcast again. You want to do it with me? He's like, yeah. So then we come up with Phoenix down and Phoenix down. Our first game was Halo combat evolved with none other than Justin Testa. Yeah. Me, wow. Matt and Justin, uh, amnesia, the dark descent, with Dave, me, Matt, and Dave. Justice League Heroes with Ken. Crimson Gem Saga, where we ran solo. I hated that game. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. It was just long and fucking drawn out and boring. Um, Near with you, Justin. Yeah. Um, Anna was uh, solo, me and Matt. That was our first Halloween game, and that game was horrible. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode. You will hear me get pissed. Because <laughs> I was like, none of these puzzles make sense. <laughs> so, um, and then Okami, we did Okami after that. That was a solo one. Uh, Metro 2033, we brought Nate in. He was one of our old Zombie Frog co hosts that we brought in for a show. Um, Bully Scholarship Edition, uh, Dave joined us again for that. Heavenly Sword, we had John on. Stalker Shatters of Chernobyl was a solo one. Xeno Gears, we semi abandoned that. I could have finished it. We didn't because Matt got stuck at a boss fight and could not finish that game. Mm. Jason originally was with us, and then he dropped off the face of the planet for it. Um, but we semi-abandoned that. Matt was like, because we, we went so long. It was like fucking, how many parts was it? I, I didn't even write it down. It was at least six episodes of wow. Xeno Gear, And we got sick of just doing Xeno Gears. <laughs> um, Heavy Rain, I had Mackie from uh, the No Quarters podcast on for that. Castlevania Lords of Shadow, another one with Justin. Man, you've been on a few here. I have, but more so than I originally thought. Yeah, I was like, yeah. five. Yeah. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath with Mike Futter. We brought him back old school. Now with Game Informer. But uh, got his start with good old me and Matt on Zombie Frog. That's right. You would be nowhere without me, Mike. <laughs> um, Alpha Protocol. We uh, brought in Jay uh, for that one. That was his first uh episode with us uh, solo we soloed crash bandicoot 3 warped dark souls which was a long ass one we had eli which was a friend of mine from twitter so doom we did that siren blood curse which was weird so we started dark souls and then it came to halloween time and we stopped dark souls and then me and matt soloed siren blood curse and oh. then we finished dark souls <laughs> oh okay wow cool yeah um, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, another one with Justin. Yeah. Which was actually turned out to be a Donnie Darko show. 
Yeah. <laughs> we were like, ah, fuck Prince of Persia. We're talking about Donnie Darko. <laughs> Which was, you know, the game was fine, but it's just, that it, movie it, just, wow. yeah. That movie was way better than uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. <laughs> yeah. It really kind of was. Uh, Binary Domain, which Matt and I soloed. That was a great game. Anybody out there that has never played Binary Domain seriously needs to play that game. It was, it was free on PlayStation Plus for a very long time. I don't think it's free now, um, but it was for the PS3. Fantastic game. Came out of fucking nowhere. Um, Blue Dragon. Uh, Ken joined us on that one. Singularity, we had Ed Gaff, um, guy I know from Twitter. He's um, He hosts um, the Hatchet Job podcast. been doing it since like 2005. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, he's been around a long time. I love his show. Um, he's a real good guy, too. Uh, we did Dino Crisis with uh, Jay, and then we did Dragon Age Origins with Sophie. I see, before you move on, that you skipped Alone in the Dark. Oh, I did skip Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Maybe I did that for a reason. <laughs> Alone in the Dark with Dave. I mean, if you want to hear us, like, uh, we did it in two parts. The last part, the last the last episode for Alone in the Dark is some fucking comedy gold. If you want to hear me and Dave and Matt just be like, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on Catherine with, uh, with uh, Chuck from No Quarters Podcast. A lot of stuff. <clears throat> we have been doing this for a while because we did um, we did Zombie Frog for good god, maybe three years. Wow. Yeah, I think I started Zombie Frog while I was still with Evolve Gaming, so that was back in like two thousand eight. Um, and then we started up Phoenix Down two years ago. In fact, what's today? Today is the first of Ju- July. July first. I gotta check now. I gotta check. This this may be our anniversary. Is it? I think so. Uh, podcasts, Phoenix Down. Let's go to the very end here. Last. Oh shit! Oh man. What's the matter? Oh, I was just checking out prices for Ultimate Alliance. How much is it? It's not good. You gotta be shitting me. Marvel Ultimate Alliance cannot be that much. It's gonna have to be used, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I see one for the PS3 used for thirty bucks, which isn't bad. I was looking at the new price. I'm like, no way. Ugh. The Xbox version is stupid expensive. Ugh. Are you kidding me? What? Just what? Was a Game Boy Advance version of that game? <laughs> yeah. No. Man, for PS3. Shoo. There ain't no fucking way. I guarantee I can get that at a damn GameStop for five bucks. That's what I'm looking at now. See if they can... Uh... I mean, our, our first... Yeah. What, it's... five bucks? Um, let's see. PS3 version. Oh, that's two. Um... Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the PS3. What the hell? Where's the PS3 version of this? For the first one? Yeah. PS2? No. I thought it came out for the PS. There it is. Yeah. 25 bucks for the PS3 version. What the flying fuck? That's the most expensive one. Like the 360 version's 10 bucks. 
I mean, if need be, I guess I can give me like a month of Xbox Live. Eh. I mean, that's more... Well, well I mean, how much is a month? I don't know. Yeah, well, we can discuss that later. Yeah. I'm curious if it's on Steam. No, they probably removed it. Remember whenever they did that whole Marvel li uh, licensing stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You probably can't even get it on... Yeah, you can't. No, it's on Steam. Wow. So you can't find that game anymore. Fuck. I guess that's the reason why it went up. But yeah, our first ever episode of Phoenix Down was on June 22nd, 2012. So yeah, technically, I guess this would be our um our anniversary episode. So happy anniversary. Yeah, happy birthday. Yay. Yep. Two years we've been doing this. Wow, man. But anyway. It does not seem like two years ago we just played Halo. Well, not just that, but I mean, when you were talking about Nier and you were like, that would be a list, that would be a game on my game of the year list or something like that and i'm like dude we did that like two years ago <laughs> like bullshit we did that like a couple months ago and i was like go back and look <laughs> seriously oh wow okay yeah uh, i, I, I remember like... you saying that i mean you, you you uh it was on n4g when we were talking about it and you were like yeah i'd, I'd, I'd consider that and i'm like yeah but we played that like eight months ago <laughs> and that was when we were doing near and i was talking about near yeah no, see, it's just time just whew, yeah. flies. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've been done near. Hmm. Which doesn't seem like it. That was such a interesting game. And it seems like I'm the most um, frequent of your guests, <laughs> which but, I never would have figured that. I never would have thought that for the world. Yeah, I mean, Dave's pretty consistent too. Yeah, um, I saw that, Dave. Yeah, we've only had Jay on there twice, I think. Yeah, Dino Crisis and. Um, Alpha Protocol. Shit, I'm more on your show than I am the N4G show. This is true. <laughs> there you go. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you want to do Marvel Ultimate Alliance, we can go ahead and lock that in for um, for the for after Mario RPG. Let's lock it down. Okay, we can do that then. Well, there you go. So there's another sneak peek after Mario RPG. I have no idea how long Mario RPG is. In fact. Fuck it, we're wasting time. You guys are getting an extra long episode. <laughs> How long to beat? Howlongtobeat.com is an awesome website, everybody. I'm guessing... I would say no more than ten, and that's stretching it. Super Mario RPG? Yeah. Shit. Huh? Sixteen. Sixteen? Sixteen hours. Holy shit. Super All Mario right. RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. I said the main story is average 16 and a half hours. Main game plus a few extras, 19 hours. Completionist, 21 hours. Combined, hmm. 18 and a half hours. So they're saying around 16 and a half hours to beat the game. Wow. Originally released in 1996. Huh. Never would have thought that. Yeah. That's an RPG by Square. That's actually short for a Square RPG. Yeah. So, I, I was thinking it was going to be longer than that. So, shit, we may have two episodes before we do Dragon Age. <laughs> or two two different games before we do Dragon Age. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, if you do... I mean, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, two episodes at the most for that, I think. Yeah, that one shouldn't be... You, know, you can check it out now. See how long it says to take it to beat. But, I mean, sure. for Mario, I mean, if you put in four hours, I mean, I don't, I mean, 
wouldn't take you about a few days to beat it. That's true. But see, we try and spread it out throughout weeks. Yeah, I mean, one one day for four weeks. Make it a four. I mean, well, how long were you thinking about going? Was you on like a month show? Because, I mean... See, I was thinking, you know, that, that was the plan was let's do a JRPG that's going to take probably four episodes to do. That oh, way, do that. That way we waste a month. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, you do four hours a day or four hours for one week for one day each week. That's four weeks. That's a month. There you go. That's perfect for you, actually. Mm-hmm. That fits right in your time frame. Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is, say, 12 and a half hours. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. So, Well, there you go. But anyway, um, let me check iTunes while we got it up here. See if we got any iTunes reviews. But I'll go through that whole spiel while I'm waiting on iTunes to pop up. Um, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury. Justin is at Killer Wolverine. And I'll go ahead and mention Matt. Matt is at REMGS. So if you want to uh, tweet to us, you know, you can. Uh, you can also follow and tweet to the podcast. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. I post every episode that goes live on Fridays. I post it there so you can see when they go live. Is this when they go live before Friday, though? Because the 4th is Friday. So I didn't know if that played into your plan. That's a good question. I'll ask Ken about that because I'll have it to him tonight. And I'll just mention it to him tomorrow. He may post it up tomorrow. He may post it up Thursday. So, we'll... Or he may post it up Friday. <laughs> yeah, he may post it up Friday and be like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck you guys. And um, you said that Matt is going to Jersey for an interview. Yes. So yeah. good luck to that. Hopefully he can get it. Absolutely. Because I, I guess the one in Chicago, or not Chicago, but um, God, what did you say he went before? Tennessee. Tennessee didn't really pan out. No, he he said that he actually heard a call back from him. He said he just didn't know if he wanted to do it. Like yeah. he, he's got another offer at another place. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully this one will goes. You know, hopefully. Good luck. Hopefully. Good well, well, damn. We've we've got two iTunes reviews here. Oh, there you go. Fucking hell. Good guy. <laughs> good job, guys. Seriously. <laughs> so the first one is from Michael Adam Weston. It's a five-star review. It says, great podcast. Great podcast. Please discuss more bad games like Alone in the Dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am fine with doing bad games, but Alone in the Dark is like in a whole other fucking ballpark. <laughs> there's bad games, and then there's shit. There's Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Michael Weston, that's his name? Seriously? Michael that's Adam. That's fantastic. Michael Adam Weston. That's from a main character's name in one of my favorite shows. Oh, what's that show? Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Michael Weston. Okay. Maybe it's just the screen name. I don't know. Uh, but then again, it may be his real name. So, um, But this one, I think, is from the guy who sent us our uh, um, email, because this is Galeon Sercia? Suri? Surika? Surikia? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm butchering your name, man. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> says Drew and Matt, here's your iTunes review. Five stars. Says you guys are awesome. I usually listen to podcasts. Hello, it's, it's his email. <laughs> okay. On that, Catherine was no exception. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. It, it's basically the email. Okay. Fantastic game. Perfect RPG. All right, but thank you for the iTunes review. This gets our name out there. Helps us out a lot. I really do appreciate it. Um, but you can leave us an iTunes review. We're on iTunes. Um, and we'll read it on the show. Um. You know, if you want to send us an email, you can send me an email, and I'll read it on the show. It's drew at ztgd.com. 
Um, you can suggest games to us. You know, we've got a couple games locked down already, but if you guys want to hear about other games, you know, games that you want to hear us talk about and play, be my guest. Suggest games to us. We're going to start. I, I know I, I know we've got a few suggestions already, and we haven't done them yet. I know Jay even suggested a game to us before he became a regular. Um, and uh, we haven't done that game yet. But uh, I, I do want to make a conscious decision after we get done with Dragon Age 2 to where both we're clearing out our backlog instead of coming up with a game that's like, oh, I heard this game is great, let's do it. And we both of us don't own it. I want to do games that we both own as well as games that people have suggested to us. So if you guys get out those suggestions, you know, we'll, we, we will definitely start doing them. After... Now, here's a question for you. Yeah. When people suggest a game, do you typically like to have them on since they suggested it? Not really. I mean, if it's, you know, I mean, if people are into podcasting and stuff like that. So, like, I have, I'm not trying to say anything bad about anybody. I have tried to have listeners of our shows on before. I'm not anybody can do this. I have a I have a fucking headset. I have a computer. It's easy to do. Podcasting is an easy thing to do. But doing a podcast and hosting a podcast is two separate things. Sure. Now I'm not saying I'm the best podcast host out there. You know, I I think I have. <clears throat> The gift of gab in some aspects, you know, I think I can, I, you know, the the problem is, is that like, especially on Evolve Gaming, whenever we kind of, it was kind of like no man's land. We just fucking just, you know, anybody want to do a podcast? I just throw it out there on Twitter and then some, some random dude that I really didn't even know that much would come on to our podcast and either wouldn't have anything to say or would have too much to say or you know, didn't know what the hell to do. It, it's, <laughs> we have a formula hmm. and, uh, um, I don't know. I, maybe I sound like a dick right now. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was just, no, no, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not a professional by any means, but it's one of those things where I would say, leave this to the professionals. I've been podcasting since 2007, so I mean I know my way around it. Don't get me wrong; I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to half this stuff. You know, I'll mess up plenty of times. We'll have drop calls, and sometimes the the, the whole fucking thing won't even record. You know, it's it, we're all victims of technology. But I think that it's it's something I just kind of jumped into, and having somebody I really don't know on the show is kind of difficult. See, I, I do. If you get to know me on Twitter, you know, we have some good conversations. I mean, that's how I had Eli on the show. That's how I've had Ed Gaff on the show. Even Mackie and Chuck that are both from No Quarters Podcast. You know, really fun guys to talk to. You know, real laid back, stuff like that. I mean, you get to know me on Twitter, you know. Let me know how you are, what you like, and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I could consider it. But, I mean, you know, it's 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 something that's it's – it's easy to do, but it's hard to master. Sure. Okay. And uh, I, like I said, I have not mastered it, but I think I have a formula down. You know, and I think me and Matt flow really well together, and 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 everybody else here. I mean, you guys, I mean, Ken and you and Dave and and Ryan and all those guys, 
we're all far from professionals, but it's one of those things where we've been doing it for so long, we just kind of know how to do it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's that's my answer to that. Oh, well, that's perfectly fine. I was so, just curious. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm a dick. I was put. No, that you're not a dick. No, you you. You peon, pissant listeners. You cannot <laughs> join me on my show. You listen to me. You do not talk. That's how it works. Fair enough. Get in your corner. <laughs> know your place. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end the show there. Um, but, yeah, we will be back next week. I promise we will be back next week. If Matt can't join us, me and Chuck are recording. There you go. So we're, we're leaving Matt in the dust, if that's the case. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be back finishing Catherine. We're going to move on to Super Mario RPG and see how we go from there. But, um, I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, like I said, you want to get in contact with us, you know, my email, you know, my Twitter, do it to it, Lars. So that's it. We're going to get out of here. But until next time, I'm Drew. I'm Justin. You guys have a great week. We will be back next week with the complete